Time for seafood news. Hello, world. You are listening to Erna Berry's Seafood News Podcast. This episode is brought to you by Comtel, which will be receiving a complete redesign this year. Subscribers who utilize Comtel to track market quotations, analyze trends, and stay on top of key industry news will see a host of new features. Streamlined navigation, customizable dashboards, filtering options, quick access to your favorite reports, and more will make Comtel an even more valuable tool for those impacted by the protein markets. I'm Seafood News Managing Editor, Amanda Buckle. And I'm Erner Berry Seafood Market Reporter, Lauren Castiglione. Happy New Year and thanks for listening. Since it's a new year, Lauren, I thought it would be the perfect time to reintroduce ourselves and talk a little bit about our roles at Erner Berry. So Lauren, take it away. <laughs> so I actually just hit my two-year mark as a seafood market reporter right, at Erner Berry. Anniversary. My anniversary, thank you. And I cover about 25 to 30 different species, including groundfish, scallops, tilapia, pangasius, catfish, squid, octopus, mussels, snapper, crawfish, <laughs> frog legs, just to name a few. Um, oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> that's not all of them, but that's just a few. Um, but I have met so many amazing and knowledgeable people uh, in this position, and they have all been so very generous with their time and insights. Um, and yeah, I just can't get over the people in this industry. I, I'm thankful to have found myself here. Yeah, because what um, was your background uh, before this? Uh, it was footwear. I was in product development, designing crazy. shoes, yeah. flying to China like, twice a year. Maybe the seafood just like Brainiac, which is cool. I'm I'm trying to get there, but with everybody's, all of my contacts help, uh, I am getting there a little bit quicker each day. Um, so I really just want to say thank you to all my contacts so far. I'm always looking for new people to talk to. Um, and yeah, so this year I hope to, to expand my contact base and, mm. and chat with some more people out there because everybody so far has been amazing. Yeah, that's, I, I tell you, the one thing about this industry, and, and same thing, I'm not from a seafood background. Uh, my background was in entertainment journalism, mm-hmm. and you meet some terrible people there. <laughs> and, and I have not met- You don't met, say in journalism. <laughs> yeah, I have not met an unpleasant person in the seafood industry. Right. Yeah, just, everybody's everybody, great. Yeah, they all want to share their knowledge. Everyone's happy to, to help out. Um, it's honestly a, a great, you know, and it seems like- you know, A great going, community. Exactly. And- uh, you know, between like Boston and we have GSMC coming up, yep. uh, NFI's Global Seafood Market Conference. Um, and it, it's honestly like a one big party. You know, it's like a, like a class reunion. Like everybody yeah. goes and you're, you know, you're meeting up with people you haven't seen in a couple months. And yeah, these events are actually fun. Yeah. I, 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 <laughs> people I look love forward them. to them. Yeah. And it's, you know, especially GSMC. I mean, that is a wealth of This will be my first time going. I forgot yeah. about that. I was, I had, I just had Christian last year mm-hmm. this time. So I was out on maternity leave. You hired the year before that. Yeah. Right. Wow. So this will be my first You are in for a treat. I can't wait. GSMC is a fantastic event. Awesome. So in addition to my seafood uh, responsibilities, I also head up some of our marketing initiatives. And one of the projects that we just buttoned up was our new trade show presence. Mm. So I'm so excited for everybody to see it at Boston. So everybody, you have to come find us, say hello, and check out our new booth because it's awesome. Yeah, I've been like peeking into the to the conference room here to kind of see it. And it looks light years ahead it is of nice. what we had. Yeah. <laughs> Not that what we had was, was terrible, you know, but, um, you know, this definitely, it's a step up. Yeah. We stand out. We, you know, it's, it's great. So 
and a lot of sweat and tears went into it. Oh yeah. Maybe more <laughs> tears, but <laughs> um, so else? yeah. So what now, um, Amanda, let's, let's enlighten uh, our listeners with, uh, with your <laughs> background. <laughs> Let me just say that I am impressed that you have the time to do the podcast with me with the amount of stuff you have on your plate. So thank, <laughs> well, thank you. you. Thank you. Um, all right. So yeah, so I come from a journalism background. Um, I was previously in entertainment journalism and then I found Erner Berry and fell in love with seafood. Um, so, uh, I've also been here for a little over two years, two and a half years. Um, I am the managing editor at seafoodnews.com. Uh, I got to work with John Sackton, who recently retired from seafoodnews.com and talk about somebody with a wealth of knowledge. It's that guy. Yes. He knows everything. Um, so I've been able to work with him and our other correspondents to, um, to really, you know, get a grasp on the industry and, and the important topics that, you know, people you know, need to know about. So, uh, you know, between our correspondence and, and these events that we talked about, um, you know, it's, I, I think with the industry, like you're going to be learning for the rest of your life. Yeah. <laughs> That's you know? what everybody says. Yeah. Like it's, it's, you're going to be, you're going to be learning something every day. Yeah. So, which has been fun because it, it keeps you on your toes and stuff. Um, but besides seafood news, I also run the podcast. Um, you forgot to mention we co-host video. the video, the yes. weekly videos, which come out. I every wanted Thursday. you to have something to talk about too. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> um, so the videos are awesome. If you love to see us, although I, have, I'm, I swear I have dead eyes on camera. <laughs> I but. try to smile a little bit more, and mm. then I feel like I'm overly smiling. But yeah. then I watch the video and, and I start twitching. Yeah, yeah, and then I'm like, I'm not smiling at all. So yeah, it's tough. Yeah, um, we'll work on that on yeah. our presence. That's in our 2020. 2020 goal is to work on. <laughs> Yeah, I'll work on the video. Uh, and then besides that, I'm also the managing editor of Erner Berry's Reporter, the news magazine for the food industry professional. So that's our quarterly magazine. It comes out um, quarterly. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so that's a lot of fun to be able to work with everybody in the office to, to get um, you know news articles in. And, and I, it's free to subscribe. Yeah. You can go on our website. Ernerberry.com slash reporter. Yeah. It is a fantastic magazine, yes, if I do is. say so myself. And I think that's everything I do. I'm just no. You provide a lot of around. comic yeah. relief. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. Thank you. But enough about us. We just want. To, I thought it was just a, a perfect time to reintroduce yes. ourselves. But um, onto the news. Let's uh, let's talk about some some other stuff. All right. But uh, so there is an outbreak of pneumonia in China that has been linked to a seafood market in Wuhan, the capital of central China's Hubei province. The first case of pneumonia was reported about uh, December 12th, 2019. However, it wasn't until December 31st that the Wuhan Municipal Health Commission released a statement announcing the launch of a case to investigate pneumonia cases linked to South China Seafood City. At the time, a total of 27 pneumonia cases were reported by medical institutions. Of those 27 patients, seven were said to be in serious condition. Now, according to the treating hospitals, patients were admitted with a fever, while some also had difficulty breathing. The Health Commission confirmed that cases have been isolated for treatment and that South China Seafood City is currently undergoing a hygiene investigation as well as environmental sanitation disposals. However, as of January 5th, the cases have grown from 27 to 59. In the most recent update from the Wuhan Municipal Health Commission, they've been able to confirm that respiratory pathogens such as influenza, avian influenza, adenovirus, SARS, and the Middle East Respiratory Syndrome have all been excluded. The cause of the outbreak is still unknown, but the city has adopted prevention and control measures. 
The World Health Organization was informed the pneumonia cases on December 31st, and South China Seafood City was closed on January 1st for environmental sanitation and disinfection. Authorities reported that some of the patients were operating dealers or vendors at the seafood market. So Wuhan actually has a population of 19 million, while the Hubei province has a population of 58 million. So the Health Commission is encouraging citizens to pay attention to maintaining indoor air circulation in order to avoid, uh, you know, closed and airless public places and crowded places. Um, so citizens are also encouraged to wear masks when necessary and seek treatment if they develop a fever or respiratory infection uh, symptoms. In other news... Kiyoshi Kimura, also known as the Tuna King. The Tuna King. Ah, that's a great... Okay, new soundbite. Tuna yeah. King. I like that. <laughs> uh, started off the new year by spending some serious dough at Toyosu Fish Market's first auction of 2020. So according to reports, Kimura paid 1.8 million or 193 million yen, to purchase a 608-pound bluefin tuna that was caught off the coast of northern Japan. And believe it or not, Kimura has actually paid more for bluefin tuna in the past. Last year, Kimura, who is the president of sushi restaurant chain Sushi Zanmai, paid a record-setting $3.1 million for a bluefin tuna that weighed approximately 612 pounds. This year's auction was the second highest price paid for a bluefin tuna since they started keeping records of sales in 1999. And moving along, the Alaska Department of Fish and Games say there will be no commercial or personal use fishery for yellow-eye rockfish in southeast Alaska this year. So scientists are concerned that biomass of yellow-eye rockfish has declined 60% since 1994 in the eastern Gulf of Alaska, despite conservative management over the last decade. There has also been evidence of little recruitment in the data that is gathered annually. So yellow-eye rockfish is 95% of the commercial harvest of demersal shelf rockfish, or DSR, compared to the six other DSR species. These species are particularly vulnerable to overexploitation and are slow to recover once fished below sustainable levels, given their longevity, slow growth, late maturation, and high site fidelity. And a fun fact for you, yellow Let's eye. Hear it. Yeah, no, you got <laughs> Sorry. Fun fact: uh, yellow eye rockfish can reach 122 years old and begin reproducing at 18 to 22. That years. is a long. That is life. a long time, yeah. especially for a fish. Wow. Yeah. Nice. Learn something new. And in other news, the Golden Globes were this past weekend, and you may be wondering what the Golden Globes have to do with seafood. And the answer is not much. Uh, yeah, not <laughs> this year. Um, so previous Golden Globe dinner menus featured fish, like in 2014, when the guests indulged in sautéed smoke filet of Atlantic sea trout, or in 2017 and 2019 when roasted Chilean sea bass was a menu option. But this year, the Hollywood Foreign Press Association asked Beverly Hilton executive chef Matthew Morgan to drop the fish and other meats to create award show's first ever plant-based menu. So Chef Morgan revealed that he initially had fish on the menu, but last minute the Hollywood Foreign Press Association decided to change the menu to send a quote-unquote good message. I wonder how last minute it was. If yeah. he like had everything perfected and then they were like, hey, this will be my most Chef beautiful Morgan. menu. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why he has a French accent or if that was even a French accent, but yes. anyway. Um, yeah, I don't I don't know how last minute, but he had there, I mean the menu had already been set and there was fish on it. Yeah. So um, instead of seafood, Hollywood A-listers enjoy chilled golden beet soup and king oyster mushrooms over the weekend. And the move was part of a larger sustainability push by the Hollywood Foreign Press Association. 
and fish wasn't the only thing to get cut this year. They also decided to do it with the plastic water bottles and instead brought in glass bottles, which is funny because it's like the year after the uh, Fiji water bottle. Right, yeah. She was a little much. <laughs> um, and they also planned to reuse the red carpet at other events, which is nice. interesting because I didn't know that they didn't reuse the red carpet. They just, what, chucked it after? I mean, it's, I mean, it probably gets really dirty. Yeah, I guess you're right. But does How it, many people stepping on it? They're probably all brand new shoes walking on it. So. Also true. But then again, where are you going to, I mean, I guess you could use it for other award shows, but I wouldn't want you like a red craft carpet. with it. All oh. those mom, those crafty moms out there. That'd be fun. <laughs> yeah. um, but I did hear that they were calling the, um, what mushrooms did they use? The king oyster mushrooms. Mm-hmm. I did hear they were calling them scal- quote unquote scallops. Yes. So... And we I looked at it. Seafood got in there. We can yeah, in one way of. or another. Yeah, <laughs> they had a they had posted a photo of uh, of the king oyster mushroom plate, and a quick look, it looked like scallops. Yeah, I had no idea that they could look like that. Um, so we cool. got in there anyway. Yeah. <laughs> but that about does it for us. Once again, this episode was brought to you by Comtel, which will be receiving a complete redesign this year. So keep your eyes open for that. Mm-hmm. And thanks for listening. Yes, and tune in next week because we're gonna have. Uh, we're gonna have we're gonna be talking about NFI's seventy fifth anniversary. Wow, seventy five years. Seventy five. It's huge. And they don't look a day over seventy. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> All right. Thanks for listening, everyone. Bye bye. Bye. Dun dun dun. Seafood.